Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Monday, there's a restaurant consignment auction for refrigeration, cooking and heating, seating, smallwares, and more auction is open right now. RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew. Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. Jim Harbaugh, new head coach of the LA Chargers. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being panic mode, DEFCON 1, really super worried, the sky is falling, or one being, uh, I could really care less. It's no big deal at all. Where does Harbaugh fall on the scale if you are the Broncos and a Broncos fan? And I understand the argument, the Broncos can only control what they can control. But I get that. But you can't control what the Chargers are going to do over 17 games and how many games they win either. I think for fandom, it's probably at at a nine. Uh, or something like that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a high DEFCOM. I mean, yeah. this is a proven guy at every level that he is coached at, taking teams other than the University of San Diego to the highest possible levels. And Stanford, I mean, he won nicely at Stanford, but he did it at San Francisco with the 49ers, and he did it certainly at the University of Michigan. He's a culture builder. He's a program builder. He's a winner. That's why that he was the first choice of the Walton Penner group last year in Denver. Now he's out in Los Angeles with a roster that I think is as good or better than the Broncos. And he's a problem. Okay, so when he has his introductory press conference, I think Vegas set the odds. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The over-under at a half just a half, that Harbaugh asks the question, who has it better than us? And everybody yells, nobody. What are the chances that he says that at his own press conference? The over-under is a half. I'm saying, I'm saying, let's just not be that quite hokey. Well. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to hope for the under. That's kind of like Billy Sims at the Heisman. When I think it was why I can't remember who won. There was a it had it was an Oklahoma guy, so maybe it was Baker Mayfield. I don't know. Tried to start the boomer sooner, right? Thing you know the the boomers chant. You know, one half of the of the of the stadium is doing boomer, and the other half is doing sooner. Right. Just didn't quite work. Fell fell a little short. Right, but isn't that kind of cool? I understand it has become hokey. Right? It's hokey. But isn't it cool? How would you like to have grown up in that household with their father who coined a phrase that the two boys live by? And what a great way to encourage your kids with something positive. It's phenomenal within the family. Yes. You're just saying you don't want it to leave the doors. 
it keep would, it within the house. It would be something that I would prefer to uh, myself for it to be unique. It would mean that much more to me that it was kind of the rallying cry of the family. We had something in our family uh, that was similar. Okay. And the question was, who's going to start an argument at the table? <laughs> and the answer was, everybody. Well. That should tell you a lot about why I have a team of therapists and I'm heavily medicated every day. <laughs> but I digress. Looking three to five years out, Mahomes plays for the Chiefs in division. Now you have Harbaugh as basically the tutor and the guy who's expected to turn around uh, Herbert, and no one believes for a minute that's not going to happen. Oh, you're darn right they don't. You have a Raiders team that loves playing for Antonio Pierce, mm -hmm. yet they still don't have a quarterback, but they will find one. The Broncos don't have a quarterback. We don't know what they will find, right? Three to five years out, where do the Broncos look like? Even in the AFC, we can't predict drafts. We know they have Sean Payton but they don't have a quarterback three to five years out with all of these young quarterbacks in the AFC, all under 30, Mahomes, Jackson, Burrow, Herbert, Lawrence, Stroud, Jackson, that's seven. How many playoff spots are there? Seven. How good do you feel about the Broncos three to five years out, knowing that the quarterback they're going to have to hit on is the quarterback for those teams I just rattle off with the quarterbacks who play for them, how did they find those quarterbacks? Oh, by the way, I didn't mention Allen. That's eight teams. All of them drafted. Every single one. Or did one guy not get drafted? No, they were all drafted. So you have a conference loaded with great young quarterbacks, mm -hmm. all keyword here, drafted by their own team. Yeah. They're not going anywhere right. in free agency. How do you feel about the Broncos three to five years out? Because unless they, unless they trade back and I think they will anyway, and they draft Penix or McCarthy or Knicks. And if those guys don't pan out, what does this franchise look like three to five years? Cause they're not, they're not going to make the playoffs. I don't believe with Garoppolo, Tannehill, Winston or Darnold. I think the Broncos will be. I'm. How do you like the way I laid that out to throw a cold bucket of water well, on you on a Thursday morning? Three to five years is. How about three? Okay, three. The Broncos are better than they are right now in three years. They're better than they are right now. Is their record better? Yeah. Because you could be better and not have a better record. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. Um, I think they're competitive in the AFC West. The situation in Kansas City could have changed by then. A very real possibility that Andy Reid is no longer the head coach in three years. Well, the next head coach of that team is going to be Mike Kafka. And I'll call my shot right now. Hmm. It's a bad it's not a bad place to go. No, but Mike Kafka was revered mm -hmm. in Kansas City. Yeah. But Mike Kafka And it will not be Eric B. Enemy. Sorry, Buff fans. And um Fine, I'll take my chances with Mike Kafka. Um, By the way, this is another year, I believe, that Eric Bieniemy has interviewed for a job, and he's still not going to get it. By the way, how many openings are there right now? Because the commanders have just hired a head coach, right? So how many openings are there left? Is it just Atlanta? Um, I don't know. I mean, the Raiders filled their slot with an yeah, interim guy. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I'll have to look this up. Or actually, if you could look this up, Alex, how many openings were there? I think there were seven. There were seven. But, you know, the the Patriots went in-house. We don't have Atlanta. The Raiders went in uh, uh, Panthers. Panthers are still open. Panthers in Atlanta. Oh, man. I got to tell you something. I know there are 32 NFL teams, meaning there are only 32 jobs like this. That's you, a tough one. You right got to be some kind of desperate yeah. to want to go to the Panthers. Yeah. Because you have a quarterback that looks like he may not be any good. Yeah. But it's only one year. Mm. And then you got to go work for Crazy Tepper. Yeah, no quitting. And the Seahawks and Commanders are still open as well. No, the Commanders are about to be filled. Who's going to take that job? I read it this morning that uh, they, they have their eye on somebody and it's an assistant coach. Okay. So that, that job's going to be filled. Not named Eric Bieniemy. And we are going to assume. We are going to assume, so we have the that Seahawks. Belichick gets the job Belichick's in Belichick is going to take the job in Atlanta. Let's call that closed. So we have Seattle and what else? Carolina. Well, Carolina's going to be the last one to fill. That's a semi-pro team. Pretty much. With 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 a crazy owner. Yeah. All so right. Seattle, I, I think the front runner, I think the front runners will likely be Quinn and Vrabel. Yes, I would, I would agree. It makes the most sense. Correct. So three years down the road, don't know what's going on in Kansas City. Chargers are arguably are flexing and are a real contender. Don't know about the Raiders. You know, you know, love. But the Broncos are going to be in the mix. I'm going to pull this back locally. Let's see if he's with the team next season. Because mm-hmm. if he is, he is loving this hire, and that is Austin Eckler, because Harbaugh likes to run the ball. Oh yeah. Although. Would it surprise you if if Corum out of Michigan winds up in San Diego? I like Corum. So do I. He's a, it's a he's, bowling ball, he, and he's a he's a hellacious competitor. No more than Austin Eckler, but Austin Eckler's down the road a bit. Yep. Right. I mean, you know, that's just the nature of being an NFL running back. Right. Even one as great as he is, and he's great. Coming up after the break, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler interviewed an NFL executive on his predictions for next season. One of them, where will Russell Wilson wind up? And I got to tell you, it makes a lot of sense. That's next. Who's got it better than us? Who's got it better than us? Nobody! Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Monday, there's a restaurant consignment auction. For refrigeration, cooking and heating, seating, small wares, and more auction is open. RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you're looking to have a great time this weekend, head on over to Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. You're going to get two-for-one Bud Light drafts 
on Sunday's championship games. And don't forget, when the games are going on, you are also going to get a chance to be part of their happy hour, which is the best in town, maybe the best on the planet. Why do I say that? Their happy hour is every day, and it's two for one on all wine, well, and drafts. So at least during part of those games, you'll be able to get the happy hour special as well. Don't forget, they have 15 pool tables, and they have live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover. Best out there, Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Castle Rock Men's Health in Castle Rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health. ESPN's Jeremy Fowler interviewed an NFL executive on his predictions for next season. He picked the Packers to win the Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins playing in Atlanta for Bill Belichick and Russell Wilson going to the Raiders. The NFL executive said this about Wilson. The Raiders need a veteran. And they're one of Wilson's original teams he wanted to go to. So for Wilson, he'd stay in the AFC West, which I think would be a good thing for him to play Sean Payton twice a year. Right. He'd stay on the West Coast, which is where he wants to be. And his wife, Sierra, who's a terrific, you know, musician performer. um, She can perform probably at any casino out there. And I'm sure they would love to have her in residency or something like that. Correct. Mm. With that. Uh, Raiders, the only team from the wish list that Wilson put out more than a few years ago where the they have a quarterback need. Does this logic make sense to you? Sure. For, Ra- for him going to the Raiders, if indeed Atlanta decides not to trade for Justin Fields, or if Atlanta does not go after and does not get, or does get, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Justin Fields is is an interesting possibility. I think Kirk Cousins stays in Minnesota. I think Russ probably ends up in Atlanta. I like the pairing with Bill Belichick, but yes, but the logic for a a landing spot in Vegas, I have no problem with that logic. Yeah. And it's intriguing. I mean, when you're in your... I mean, let's just be realistic about it. Bill Belichick is used to winning and winning a lot. He's used to winning Super Bowls. But here's the key. He's in his 70s. I'm sure he has zero interest in drafting a quarterback. None. Zero. I mean, yes, let's say for the sake of argument, they had the number one pick and they could take Caleb Williams. Bill Belichick is not outlasting Caleb Williams' career. Mm -mm. So he'd rather win now. Kirk Cousins, I think he probably wants to go back to Minnesota. Mm -hmm. But if he doesn't, I think the most logical landing spot for Wilson would likely be Atlanta unless Belichick looks at Wilson and says, I see exactly what Sean Payton sees. Yeah, and that could very well be. I don't think Russ is the top choice in places. I think he is a choice. I, you know, and and he's a viable choice. But I don't think that he's in the similar position as he was two or three years ago where he could put a wish list out there and then have his choice of suitors. I mean uh, not when, not that way now. When you look at this Falcons roster, and a lot of let's let's be honest here, a lot of people in Denver do not watch Atlanta football games. They just don't. Right. I've seen enough to know that their offensive line is very very good. They have some pretty good wide receivers and an outstanding young running back, and their defense might even be better. 
and they've got a tight end that hasn't lived up to expectations, but right. under the right tutelage. Right. And by the way, has Bill Belichick had pretty good luck with tight ends? I'm just checking. Yes. Hmm. Well, no, one guy's dead. No, but he, oh, yes, he is. No, he's dead. He's, but, no, he's still dead, actually. But he was, a, but as a football player yes. in unison. Wasn't with, a very good criminal. With Gronk, he was a pretty damn good football player, uh, you know. If there was a movie, I don't know, about a bunch of guys in prison playing football, uh, Aaron Hernandez would have been the star of the show. There you go. Shouldn't even be talking about him. But but the fact of the matter is he knows what he's doing with tight ends. Bill Belichick. Well, I mean, you, you can go back to Ben Coates. Totally. Although, no, although Ben Coates wasn't part of that, was he? No, Ben Coates. Yeah, did, no, did, he wasn't a part of that grouping. No, did but he he did, predated he, those guys. Did he? Pre, but he didn't pre. Did he predate Belichick? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Ben Coates was Ben Coates was the type of guy that you can get late in a fantasy draft and do pretty well. Mm-hmm. He was that guy. He'd put enough. He'd put up enough numbers where tight ends were not emphasized like they yeah. are today. Yeah, I don't know. You get five, six touchdowns from him per year. I don't know. You get maybe four or five hundred yards. He was that guy. Let's say Russell winds up with the Raiders. What's a juicier story? Wilson going to the Raiders or Harbaugh potentially resurrecting, not resurrecting, but turning Herbert into what we think he can be? Juicier? Yeah. Russ. Yeah. But the longer, more. You know, the, the the one that you got to worry about and that you care about for the longest is going to be long-term effects of Jim Harbaugh in L.A. Right. Because that creates another jump yeah. that you got to make to get to the postseason. By the way, you, you want to hear these touchdown numbers from Ben Coates? Sure. From 1993 through 1998, eight touchdowns, seven, six, nine, eight, and six. Yeah. And he probably, he had one 1,000-yard season. I know this is really good sports talk in Denver, talking about how Ben Coates played in 1995, but I just want to get this off my chest. And he probably averaged about 700 yards per season. Do you know how much uh, yardage was produced by Broncos tight ends this year? Seven. No. I mean, throw me a number. How many yards did they catch for how this many, How many How many yards did Broncos, the tight end room, create with with in receiving? I would say, you want to go first, Alex? I'll say 350 yards. You're I'll, very close. It's funny. I thought it would be considerably less than that. No, it, it's it's right in the 360 range. I don't have the number right off the top of my head, but that's exact, but that's right. I mean, they just didn't get, they got no production out of the tight end spot at all. And I don't know what kind of production they're going to get next year. That's a fair question because, well, I mean, I'm done with Greg Dulcich until Greg Dulcich is on the field to be dealt with. Right. I'm done with it. I mean, and, and that's not a knock on Greg, who I think is a pretty good kid and may end up being a very good football player. Could, could, could be, but I'm not. What was his injury again? Hamstring. You know what I think? And then it was a foot. You know what I think the problem is? Because it makes a lot of sense now. Mm. What, when you have the foot and you have the hamstring, what connects the foot and the hamstring? The the tibia, the fibia. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe the socks that he wears that are basically from his ankle to his knee are so tight, it is cutting off circulation. You know, that's almost funny. But I don't um, know. I really, from a medical point of yeah, view, you, you I, were breathtaking. I that. want you to think about I, that I, first. I don't think it's an accident that it's the hamstring and the foot. I will think of it. And for blood a circulation through the fibia and the tibia. He came I back. I learned that, by the way, through my eighth grade health class. Well done. Thank you. Uh, he came back. His metacarpals practiced. are not doing well either. Or tarsals, not pra- carpals, tarsals. Practiced. Tarsals are toes. He practiced. He came back. And it wasn't his hamstring that was the issue the second time. Now, he, he, he stretched out. He, he tweaked his hamstring the first time when he was on injured reserve. Yep. Then the second time, he took care of it, but he literally hurt his foot that same day at practice. I, I, you can't make it up. You just can't make it up. It's crazy. Got to be the socks. That's as good as an explanation as anything else at this point. That's my, listen, being Jewish, uh, there, I, I have a long history in my family of doctors. Could it be the short shorts too? Is that a possibility? Is, is there, I mean, is are the shorts not covering enough of the ham or, I mean, I don't know. He, he was big. He's big on no, I wouldn't, I long wouldn't, flowing locks, actually that, short shorts, right. and high socks. No, actually, I think the short shorts would actually help because when you have a hamstring injury, you want to ice it. If you had longer shorts, it would ah, keep it warm. See? And you don't want to put heat on a hamstring. No, you, you want don't. to put ice on a hamstring. That's right. Uh, Dr. Goodman we have broken, is in the we have, building. We have broken this down or we have broken down. I'm not sure which one. You think for Russ, if he goes to Atlanta with all that talent around him, it's just inevitable that he will have success because he is going to a team that has a lot of talent around him? I mean, is that the perfect? I mean, you can yeah, I mean, you can make the case yeah. that think about this for a second. Take most NFL quarterbacks, mm-hmm. most. Yeah. How much better would they be just by going there because they are built to win? They pretty much have everything. Yeah, I think that they, I think he 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 would be walking into a better situation than he was certainly here in Denver. You're gonna think I'm nuts for saying this. You could make the case that Patrick Mahomes would be walking into a better situation in Atlanta than he currently has with Atlanta, than he currently has with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'd have to take a dive into that. I love Pacheco, but who would you rather have, Robinson or Pacheco? Well, Especially when you consider age and contract. Well, I, 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 Pitts, I like, the potential I like Pitts Robinson better only because he's, a, I think, a better receiver. Pacheco, I, I, I don't I like him Pacheco. better as a runner. Pacheco, to me, is... Is a big time. You talk about a guy that runs angry. I'm not. I'm ah. not debating that. Wow. But the potential of Pitts no, I compared it. to Kelsey, looking at their wide receivers, it's probably even. And defensively, they don't have Chris Jones, but they're still really stinking good. Yeah, Pitts is a long way from Travis Kelsey, except in he has the talent. He has the talent. He has yes, the talent. I agree. But he's never truly had a quarterback. No. And and and, and arguably, has he been coached? I don't know. Now, I'm not suggesting that put Mahomes on Atlanta and they win a Super Bowl because after all the Chiefs are one step away from the Super Bowl and I don't want to say that Patrick Mahomes is an intimidating player although because he has won so much you can make the case he's not a guy you want to go up against just ask Lamar Jackson he'll tell you exactly how he feels about going up against Patrick Mahomes and quite frankly 
If you are a fan of Baltimore, you probably really don't like what Jackson had to say about it. That's next. Papers that can't be seen with me. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us mylifesports.com. You can reach us. On the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on Monday, there's a restaurant consignment auction for refrigeration, cooking and heating, seating, small wares, and more. The auction is open at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Happy anniversary to arguably the most famous quote in Denver sports history. This is the anniversary of the Broncos winning their first Super Bowl. Mm. The Broncos go into the Super Bowl 11-point underdogs. Yeah. And John Elway didn't get a monkey off his back or a gorilla off his back. He got an 18-wheel semi off his back. And Terrell Davis, certainly the star of the show in that particular game in which he ran all over the Packers, 157 rushing yards and three touchdowns. That was quite a game. And, of course, then you had the infamous helicopter with the scores tied at 17, and then Terrell runs it into the end zone, and the Broncos kept the lead and won the game. One of those really cool moments in a Super Bowl that you always remember. Yep. Right? I mean, even if you're not a fan of the Broncos and the Packers, you're just a fan of football, you remember the helicopter play in that Super Bowl. I'll tell you one thing that gets overlooked a little bit from that game because we looked at what Terrell Davis did. Right. I'm going to use your word. The blocking in that game was hellacious with the way the offensive line opened up holes for Mm -hmm. Terrell Davis. There was a nice long run by Terrell Davis, or excuse me, Howard Griffith, and Eddie McCaffrey threw an incredible block. They were just blocking like crazy in that game. Isn't that nice? Yep. That's that's good old football right there. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to rollerauction.com slash MHS, and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. I know it's the Chiefs against the Ravens on Sunday, but really the most talked about matchup, because let's face it, we talk about quarterback matchups. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson will be the first time in NFL history, which I found hard to believe, that two MVP quarterbacks under the age of 30 are going to go head-to-head against each other in the playoffs. When asked about the matchup, Jackson said, I don't like competing against him at all. I believe it's just two greats, up-and-coming greats, just going toe-to-toe like a heavyweight fight. I agree with everything that he said after he said, I don't like competing against him. But if I'm a fan of a team, 
I do not want to hear my quarterback no, say, you don't. I don't want to compete against him. No, no, you don't. And and I don't know exactly what he meant by that. Um, but, yeah, it raised my eyebrow a little bit. It's kind of like, come on, dude. You know, just, just play along. Well, well, think about this for a second. He is setting himself up that if the Ravens lose or he doesn't play well. Yeah, he'll hear about it. He will live with that quote. Yes, he will. Yep. He I will agree. live with that quote, which is unfortunate mm-hmm. that it was an oops moment for him. Do I think he is confident enough in himself sure. that he can play at the same level as Patrick Mahomes? Of course I do. But you never heard Brady say about Manning or Manning say about Brady, I don't want to compete against him. What they said was, I want to compete against the other guy. I mean, Lamar Jackson. That's what makes a rivalry. Lamar Jackson went head on by himself against the financial establishment of the Baltimore Ravens in the National Football League and walked away with a contract that was a bet on yourself win. This guy doesn't have any damn fear. Uh, I mean, this guy will show up and compete, but you know, you got to just things that you say. I mean, sometimes was Jackson representing himself. Yes. Okay. Well, here's the thing. You could you could make the case that he doesn't have any fear. I call it stupidity. Okay. Representing yourself is dumb. It just is. Have somebody represent you, mm-hmm. and yes, they get a little bit of the cut, and I get that. But considering what you're making, it's not a lot of money. That's just dumb. You do not want to represent yourself. Derek Wolf represented himself with the Broncos, and he took a team-friendly deal. I'm not saying that Derek regrets it, but he would have made a heck of a lot more money if he was represented. Um, well, he would have made more money if he represented himself because he gave the Broncos a hometown discount. Chris Harris did the same thing. Well, he's got a $260 million contract. Who's that? Lamar Jackson. Cap. $185 million of it is guaranteed. Cap. Probably could, might have gotten more, yeah, from representation. Yep. But five years, $260 million, $52 million average salary, $185 million in guarantees, $135, $135 million guaranteed at signing. Not bad. No, it was not bad. It, it, it's excellent. I'm not suggesting that. Right. But if you want more, I'd hire somebody. Yeah. And, and really, what were the Ravens going to do? Let him sit, not play? Trade him? Yeah, they could have franchised him, I suppose. Yeah, they could have, right? They could have. So, And he's an unrestricted free agent in 28. Well, that's a long way. It is a long ways away, 25, 26. Yeah, you're right, it is. It's four years. Good for him. He negotiated a long-term years. deal. Yeah. Maybe he should have negotiated a shorter deal. Might be more valuable. You're right. Oh, by because 20- he's Because he's 33 years old by the time he turns to... Uh, turns into an unrestricted free For agent. some guys, they turn into their prime at that point. Yeah, they can. I mean, Peyton Manning had his best years after 33. I mean, was Brady it? had his best years after 33. El- Elway said that Flacco was coming into his prime at like 34. Yeah. Well, that, 30, yeah. that didn't work out very well. Oh, never mind. What do we have coming up on Just In Case You Missed It? The Colorado football team brought in Marine Corps officers to help with offseason training, and Vic Fangio is on the move again. We'll talk about which team he will be joining. That's all next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Eight seconds left in all the time. She's on your 
Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. On Monday, there is a restaurant and consignment auction for refrigeration, cooking and heating, seating, small wares, and more. The auction is open at rollerauction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, I would highly recommend, with the weather being, generally speaking, very nice at the end of the weekend and certainly all next week, head on up to Siltahar Mazda and Broomfield and go for a test ride. Mazdas are routinely ranked top five. And I was reading about this and I was reading, you know, all these different websites, you know, um, oh gosh, what is that? Uh, like car and driver yeah, right. and, and all of them. Uh-huh. And Mazda was ranked top five in affordability, reliability, and fuel economy hmm. across the board. You're going to be hard pressed to find a better package, a, a car that checks the boxes better than Mazda. With that, I want to bring my good friend, the vice president of Siltahar Motors, Greg Larson. Good morning, Greg. How are you? Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning. And I'm sure you know those things as well, like Edmonds. They're, they're, they're a big rating company. Mazda's near the top of the line with everything, with what you want in a ride. How has Mazda gotten to that point? Well, it started uh, years ago when they uh, they made a focus point on putting out a product that the customers were looking for. Their technology in the cars that they're delivering, both in forms of uh, fuel economy and uh, and creature comforts inside the cabin, the, really the things that people look for when they're shopping for a car, they've just hit all, all the high notes. And as a result, uh, over the course of the last two years, they've gained Great market share in, in all of uh, the United States, and uh, uh, they're delivering a great product for us. Now, when you buy from Siltahar Mazda right now, you are giving people an option of one of three things, and all of them are great. What are those three things that they can choose from? Well, Eric, we have uh, stocked up on product, and we got a great selection of Mazdas. So we're uh, being aggressive in the market. We came up with our triple threat or our three-point play, so to speak. When a customer makes their best deal, uh, we put together a package where we, if they've got a trade-in, we're going to give them an extra $1,000 trade assist, or they can choose from a free three-year maintenance plan so that they can get their oil changes and tire rotations all handled and uh, complimentary of Siltar Motors. If those two don't work out, uh, then we have the third portion of it, uh, which is accessorizing your car. And we offer a thousand dollars worth of free accessories to get that customer or to get that car customized for what you're looking for. What kind of accessories can people choose from? Man, we got ski racks. This time of year is very popular. We got bike racks. We got window tint and clear bras on the front. We have, uh, 
all kinds of interior gadgetry that they can uh, add into. It's really up to them. They've got a thousand dollars to spend in our shop, and uh, we give it to them on the best deal that we can provide as a complimentary option. Historically, it seems that during a presidential election year, people tend to be a little bit tighter with their money. So if they're looking to buy a Mazda, they're going to be looking uh, for great financing options. What do you have right now on many of your models? That's a great That's a great question. Mazda uh, themselves are uh, committing to the customer. You look at the interest rates out there and, uh, you know, everybody gets a little scared away with uh, some of these uh, published rates. Right now, you buy a Mazda, you can get a 60-month financing term at 0.9% financing for the popular uh, models like CX-5, the CX-30, uh, and uh, the new CX-90 that we have. That's got great financing as well. What I'm about to ask you is kind of like asking you, pick your favorite child. But if somebody is going to come up there and take one of your cars or SUVs for a drive, and I know it depends on what people are looking for. Give me a couple of models that has everything that you could pretty much want in a ride. Load up a CX-5, which is yep. uh, one of the more popular models uh, in a segment that is the car's not too big. It handles uh, absolutely fantastic like a dream. It gets great fuel economy. It's going to get you to the ski slopes, ski slopes or the uh, golf course, uh, depending on uh, what you're doing. And uh, it's economical, and it's, uh, the price point on it is fantastic. It's super competitive. And if you're driving it up to go skiing with uh, one of those uh, perks that you have, they can get ski a racks. ski rack right on top of the car. How do pe- ski rack right there. How do people find you? Easy, easy. We're on the corner of Highway 36 and Wadsworth Boulevard in Broomfield. You can find us at uh, the, the uh, start of the shopping at sthmotors.com. Uh, give us a call right here at the dealership. We'll get the uh, we'll get the information going for you. On a personal note, I know that you're the boss up there. How's the real boss in your life doing? Well, the missus is doing fantastic. She's uh, d- d- got a full handle on the Labrador Retrievers. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're well fed, well played. I bet they are. Greg, have a great day, man. Thanks, Greg. Thanks. See you, pal. Appreciate it. Take care. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Okay, guys, just in case you missed it, the Dolphins and Vic Fangio have mutually agreed to part ways, and Fangio will now be headed to the Eagles as their defensive coordinator. Uh, Miami is allowing Fangio to leave to be closer to his family in Pennsylvania. So Fangio and the Eagles were interested in working together last offseason. The timing didn't work out, but now it will. Uh, Were you surprised Fangio spent just one season there with the Dolphins? Yeah, as Eric pointed out in the first hour, he and Mike McDaniels obviously didn't see eye to eye. I do think it's interesting that you've got a team in Philadelphia one year removed from the Super Bowl that is now working on their third defensive coordinator. That doesn't happen very often. Yeah, it it, it just wasn't a good fit there. And now he gets to be closer to home. And a lot of coaches take that into consideration mm-hmm. on where they want to go. I think a lot of players take that into consideration. I'll give you three perfect examples. D'Amico Ryans, he wanted to be in Houston, which is where his wife is from, right? right? 
You have Fangio wanting to be closer to home. You have Mike Munchak, whose, I believe, daughter lives here, and he has grandbabies here. That plays a role. Even if the team is good or not, that stuff plays a role. All right, just in case you missed it, the Colorado football team brought in Marine Corps officers to help with their offseason conditioning and training. Uh, pictures and videos of the training were visible across the Colorado football social accounts. Do you like the idea of the coaching staff bringing in U.S. Marine Corps for offseason training? It's clicks. I mean, I guess. I mean, really? I, 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 I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a gimmicky little thing. I mean, and it's cool. Anything that you do to include those from the armed forces, I think, is a neat thing and a neat way to, to, to connect. So that's a win. But in terms of your preparation and your workouts. I don't think it probably moves the needle. That How long are they there for? Uh, it was unclear. Maybe a day or two. Oh, yeah, yeah because uh, basic training is only a day. D- do it for six weeks, however long they do it for. Then then, then let's see. But good for them. Yeah. It, they, they, they get a chance to meet our veterans, which is, cool. which is great and good for them. They get a chance to learn something new. But if you're doing it for one day, yes, I would agree it's a gimmick. You want to do it for six weeks? It's not a gimmick. Can't imagine six weeks is in, the, or you know, even a couple of weeks is in the offing. I think guys yeah. in the Marine Corps have different things to do, and I'm sure the guys from the Marine Corps loved going in there, oh, and meeting Deion Sanders, totally and meeting cool. football players, and meeting Shador. I think it's a win-win for everybody. Yep. Agreed. All right, just in case you missed it, after missing a game time kick on Sunday, Bills kicker Tyler Bass deactivated his social media accounts, uh, but fans responded by donating over a hundred thousand dollars to Ten Lives Club. It's a cat adoption center near Buffalo, and that's the most money they have ever raised in a 48-hour period. What do you think about not only Bills, but Chiefs fans as well coming together to support this cat rescue charity involved with Tyler Bass? I think it's great for the Chiefs fans to get involved. Chiefs Kingdom, shout out to you, Bills Mafia, outstanding. But that's the way people in Buffalo are. When Scott Norwood missed that kick, there was a rally following the Super Bowl, loss, and Scott Norwood got one of the biggest ovations. People in Buffalo support Buffalo people. My That's wife's, just the way it is. My, fa- my wife has a new favorite player in the NFL. It's now a kicker from the Buffalo Bills. But her comment to me, and this is a this is a person who's a damn good sportsman. She pays attention. But her comment to me was, wow, the fans in Buffalo. Yeah. That is... Pretty remarkable stuff. And congratulations to them. They get it. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, you can walk into any store, try out the appliance, not the appliances. You can walk into their store, not any store. You can walk into their store off of Colfax. You're always going to get great deals, specifically on wine. Right now, all French wines are 15% off. The big games on Sunday, you might have a party. It's a great day to have a party. Argonaut delivers to the entire Denver metro area every delivery over 200 bucks is free order on their app order online at argonautliquor.com go down to colfax see why westward calls argonaut the best liquor store in denver make it the best possible day you can